Hello, welcome to another episode on Ignite Positivity. Today, I speak about vulnerability, why it's necessary, and how we can find strength through it. I also speak about how through vulnerability, we can build authentic relationships and end up in a place of joy, belonging, and love. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ignite Positivity. I uh, hope everyone is well, nice and uh, healthy. And um, yeah, man, having a good week. Now, last week, uh, there was no episode. And the reason to why I didn't record an episode last week was really, well, uh, that week I was feeling very uninspired and unmotivated. And <laughs> some people might find that a bit interesting but yeah I was feeling uninspired last week and um maybe it's it was because um I was working a lot and you know um doing a lot of hours during that week and so I was really just tired but I thought you know what instead of just thinking of a random subject and speaking on that I'll wait until I'm comfortable or until I've got something that I can really um, talk about and speak on. And so I thought, um, usually when I like, when I deliver my podcasts, I, I like to talk about something that, you know, that comes from the heart. And so I thought I'll just leave it for that particular week, um, until I've got something that's coming from the heart and something that's authentic. And then I, you know, record an, uh, an episode. And, uh, and so that, that was why I didn't release an episode last week, but <clears throat> Other than that, uh, last week, uh, well, not, yes, last week, but the, the week before last week, I think. Well, last week. Last week, uh, I was also doing um, something called a dopamine detox, which was very interesting. Um, and I had uh, some of my housemates do it with me. Um, I realized that, you know, most of the times we spend so much time on social media uh, and not just social media, but we spend so much time overindulging in things that make us feel good. And I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to set myself a challenge of not using my phone so much. You just heard that that notification go off. And so that was like the worst timing. But I thought I'd, I'd set myself a challenge um, of not using my phone so much, not having, um, you know, a lot of sugar, uh, not having things that make me feel good and kind of like resisting those things for that particular week and see how much an effect, uh, how much or how big of an effect it has on my life. And not going to lie, it was quite a challenge. It was quite a challenge um, having to limit the amount of time I spent on social media, having to limit the um, amount of sugar I consumed, the amount of soft drinks I drink and all that kind of stuff. And it was, it was very interesting, but you don't actually realize how much of a difference it makes in your life until you kind of put it on pause for a bit. I realized that my sleep got so much better, man, because like um, usually around, let's say seven to eight o'clock, right? I would be on my phone. I'd be on social media and, you know, just checking out what's happening because I've missed, I've missed so much like social media of like, you know, 
throughout the day because of work and all that kind of stuff that in the evening um, is really when I get the time to go on social media and look at what's happening around the world and what's what, what I've missed. And so my brain is just so active around that time. And so by the time I put the phone down, it's time to sleep. My brain's just really active at that time. And I either go to sleep really late or I don't get it like a good enough sleep. So and when, I, when I wake up in the morning, I'm so tired. And so having a whole week where, you know, I, I, I limited myself or couldn't use social media, um, like it helped it helped or improved my sleep so much. And that's why, you know, I thought, let me do this whole dopamine detox. It was, it was, it was fun. It was a challenge, but it was fun. So that was why I posted, um, I posted a story saying I'm going to be off social media for a bit and, you know, you won't hear back from me until the following week. Yeah, that was it. And so, and then that was the week that I didn't obviously release a, an episode. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I apologize. Anyways, um, really, um, uh, today I was in the shower, right? Well, it, okay. It didn't start in the shower. It started like a day ago. I was talking to a friend, right? I was talking to a friend, to a friend and you know, we we're just talking, we we're just talking and they were like, I asked them, I asked them, how much do you know me? Right. I asked them how much they know me. And they were like, you know what, man, I only know you about. 50%, right? I know you about 50%. I know 50% of you. And I only understand about 30 to 40%. And I was like, God damn, it was interesting. It was very interesting. By the way, if I haven't mentioned, I haven't said it, today's episode is all about vulnerability, right? Vulnerability, opening up, opening yourself up to others. Okay. It's all about being emotionally available. Anyways, so back to the story. They said that they knew me 50% and understood me 30 to 40, which was very interesting, right? And obviously, like when that came up, you know, it was just a conversation. We're having a conversation, so I didn't think too much on that um, until like, you know, the next morning because I, I was tired. I didn't talk about it that much. When we're having that conversation, I didn't think about it that much. I was too tired. But the next morning... I thought about it. I thought about it during the day and it continued to be on my mind. And I was like, wow, that's, that's very interesting. And then I thought to myself, I wonder how many other people only know that much of me or understand me the same way. Right. Um, and, you know, it caused me to reflect a little bit and think back and consider the fact that, um, you know, majority of for, for the most part of my life right for the most part of my life I've really been a closed book to a lot of people and not by choice but rather because that's how I've learned to grow up right let me take you back right let me take you back a couple of years so uh, in my past Right. In my past, um, I've always been the one to keep things to myself, keep my feelings, my emotions to myself. Right. Like I, I share a couple of things with others, but for the most part, I keep a lot of things to myself. Right. And I think how I developed that was probably in my community where, you know, growing up, 
um, being part of of the church and uh, being in certain leadership positions, I've been a person who you know people came to to talk about certain things, and I felt I feel like um, at times I didn't have a person who I could approach and tell you know and speak to about how I felt or um, what was on my mind or what was troubling me, and so what happened was. Um, I just got used to being this person or this role model, you know, that people could look up to. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's good. And it's, it's all, it's all fine and fair. But I realized that because that was the environment I grew up in, right. As I grew up, I, I molded or circumstances or life molded me into that particular person and that's who I've become used to and who I've become even now right but that never crossed my mind until this conversation that I had and I've realized that sometimes right as we are growing up or as um as we are moving through life right we are conditioned to be who we are uh to think what we think and to act or behave the way we behave because of those those particular conditions. And because that's all we've done our whole lives, we don't think about it so much and we don't uh, consider it, you know, as, as often as we are supposed to, right? And so when I had this conversation with this friend about, um, about, about how they, how much they knew me or how much they understood me, I came to uh, to also realize that I am not a vulnerable person at all. Like, like I don't, I'm not a person who expresses my emotions or my feelings a lot to people. Like, I am a closed book. And the only people who know me are either like one or two or three people who are really, really close to me or I've grown up with and everyone else, they really don't know me. And I've come to realize or I've come to consider how this can be problematic. You know what I mean? can be problematic. Like it's good in the sense that, um, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten to a point where like, I don't know, people don't tick me off or certain things or situations don't tick, tick me off. If something happens, I move move on and life continues as it is. But when it comes to, when it comes to um, really having authentic connections with others, right, this is where it becomes problematic because in order for me or in order for anyone really to build authentic connections, to truly belong, right? To truly have joy and to truly love, they have to be vulnerable. You have to be vulnerable, right? You have to be emotionally available, right? And after I realized, I was like, man, I get the fact that, you know, it's good to be a person who's not swayed by emotions a lot of times. 
But at times we have to be emotional because like I said in my last podcast, we are emotional beings and we are emotional people. We are emotional humans. And so we have to be emotional. And so I thought I'd share this with you because how many of us are just, you know, communicating with others and moving through life with others, but not opening up to them in order to build these, these authentic and very important relationships or connections. I think one of the biggest issues or one of the hardest thing about being vulnerable, opening up, is, well, from my point of view anyways, is that when you become vulnerable with others or when you become vulnerable with someone, right, you are literally handing them the permission, well, not the permission, but it's more so of a weapon, right, in which for them to used to destroy you. You know, you know what I mean? When you become vulnerable, right, with anyone, that person has the weapon that they can use to destroy you. Right? But you still trust that they won't if it's in their hands. And that's why a lot of people are afraid to be vulnerable. A lot of guys are. I don't know how it is with females, but a lot of guys are. And I say that because I'm a guy, you know, we're afraid to be vulnerable because we're giving someone something that they can use to destroy us, you know, but I suppose there's, there's a sense of strength that comes in knowing that someone can can destroy you but won't, you know, and trusting that they won't. There's some sort of strength that comes in that, you know. And that too is very important. And so I wanted to release this episode or this um, podcast really to share this with you, you know, maybe you've, you've been like me and you've been closed off for many years, closed off to people, closed off to family, closed off to friends, colleagues, anyone, right? But I want to tell you that it's all right to be vulnerable and it's all right to open up to these people, you know? Of course, you have to go through, um, of course, that you have to be cautious sometimes. You can't just be vulnerable to anyone or with anyone. You have to ensure that what you disclose to these people won't be used against you and their intentions aren't bad, right? 
but you'll find that when you do open yourself up to others, right, that you'll be placed in a place of joy, a place of belonging, and a place of a place of love because vulnerability is necessary. Vulnerability is it's necessary. And so yeah, I found that very, very interesting. And I don't know, it's 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 I do this thing where I reflect, you'd notice uh, on a lot of my episodes, majority of, of my episodes are just like reflections. Sometimes I just reflect on on my life or my thoughts or things that that I've been that have been happening and that's where I get my my episodes from but um but I hope you get something from from this episode and if anything I hope you learn to be comfortable with being vulnerable and comfortability or being comfortable and vulnerable don't seem like they really go together but the reason why I say I hope you learn to be comfortable with being vulnerable is that um we as human beings are not wired you know to fit into a perfect world you know what i mean and you would know that a lot of people know that uh, the world in which we are in is imperfect we ourselves are imperfect as well like we're not perfect and so uh, to be vulnerable is realizing that we are not perfect. Um, being vulnerable is um, knowing that there are so many things that, are, that that potentially are shameful about us or things that um, other people might find shameful about us or things that um, are full of regrets, you know, all that. And all that makes us imperfect. But... Although that makes us imperfect, we find comfort in being vulnerable and accepting that we aren't perfect. And from the acceptance, from that acceptance um, of our imperfections, then we find joy. You know, we find joy because we know who we are and who we aren't. You know. We find belonging because we know who we are and who we aren't. We find love because we know who we are and who we aren't. We find authentic connections because we know who we are and who we aren't. And, and so I hope um, that makes sense. But as usual, if you have any questions or any comments about this episode, please find me on ignitepositivity.podcast. If you want me to speak on any topic at all, don't be afraid to reach out and I'll be happy to get in touch with you. I'll be happy to speak on that topic um, one day. But other than that, hope you have a great week. Hope you stay safe. Till next time.